Yo, yo, what's good? Welcome. What's everything's lit, man. <laughs> you already know everything good. How you? Everything's good, man. Just you know, ready to get some of this stuff off of my chest. About <laughs> yeah, get this shit out, man. Get this shit out. And for the new listeners, welcome to the Chain My Mind podcast. I'm Corey. It's your boy Boogie Della Ghetto. And we're here to address some things today. So today on the fucking docket we got who's to blame for the Lakers terrible, terrible start to the season. I'm in four and six. They just got <laughs> crushed by uh Kawhi Leonardless Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Like the baby dinosaurs as Skip calls them. <laughs> <clears throat> Luke Walton being on the hot seat, I'm not feeling so good about that. You know what? Go ahead, you go ahead, you go ahead, you lead off with it, cause I disagree. With my favorite point guard of all time, you know, everyone loves him. The guy with the biggest smile in the world, Mr. Magic Johnson, (laughs) who at first was on signing Luke Walton a year ago. Yeah, Lou Walton was the man for the job. He's the one mm-hmm. to get it done. He's the one to reach the young guy. That was your man. That was his boy. <laughs> Luke Walton is part of the Lakers rebuilding process of getting back to that championship level. Yes. Fast forward to a year. Mm-hmm. You get Mr. Look. You get your prom queen. <laughs> Yo, why y'all get about to take shots? Girl. And LeBron. <laughs> Y'all not niggas... I'm not calling LeBron a prime queen. I'm using uh, analogy. You get, oh, I you got know, you. you have, I got okay, you. You have it like, you know, it's the top chick in the school. And, you know, everybody wants, she has a boyfriend. Say like she has one of those, you know, those jockey guys who's loved as well. Yeah. And then you have like your little best friend or whatever, uh, some other shit that's been down with you, willing to ride with you. Yeah, day one. You know, she's been there to listen to you day one. Yeah. So, you know, it goes along. Magically, you get this yes to go to the prom with, you know, this high-level chick. She says, yeah, she gonna go to the prom with you. Mm-hmm. So you forget all about your day one girl over here who's been down for you forever. You know, who you initially was gonna go to the prom with being at both of y'all. You know, are two. I'm not gonna say two lanes, but you know, not as high as caliber. <laughs> two lanes. Yeah, I feel you. you know Even I feel you. I feel like your popularity isn't as high as the others. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, Luke so Walton definitely that, is the lane. Yeah, Luke Walton is that that chick that was down the ride for you. You know, mm-hmm. there for you. And LeBron James is that prom queen that can ditch you at any moment. And just say, nah, that shit ain't working for me. I'm going back to my ex, or yeah. I'm going here, I'm going there. Yeah. I, so you get LeBron James, your prom queen, and now all of a sudden, this guy is on the hot seat because you're four and six with the best player on the planet, and it's his fault. I just don't understand it, man. Well, you know what? I I actually I actually understand it. I feel like as I feel like Okay, maybe it is a little premature. Let you know, let the season get on, but it's also risky to let the season go on with this start. I personally don't like Luke Walton as a coach. I feel like 
he's only gotten respect from Magic based on the player the players. I feel like the Lakers, you know, Julius Randle last season, they had a lot of young, hungry players, and I feel like that's what kept them in the mix. I don't feel like, you know, Luke helped with the development of the players or anything like that. I don't see his fingerprint on the team. Like, yeah, they, they managed to win around, like, what, 35 games last year? But I still don't see him as being a legitimate coach. I feel as though he got the job because of who he is. I never feel like he even deserved a coaching job. Like, what did he do to prove that he deserved a coaching job? Well, I think he held the seats along with assistant with uh, Steve Kerr for a minute. So he learned over there at Golden State. Oh, he was an assistant at Golden uh, State. Yeah, he was assistant. He brought that winning, that winner's mentality, that winner's environment over there to the Lakers. And, I mean, even if you do have a lot of young talent, that talent still has to be coached. It does. I think Luke Walton did decent as far as that first year coaching. I mean, my expectations for him wasn't – no, he's not one of those elite coaches, but he's one of those coaches that can grow and learn along with those young players. Yeah, I mean, he threw Brandon Ingram in at point guard last year, and Brandon Ingram took off. So, I think that was a way of elevating Brandon Ingram's talent and showing him that, you know – you can do more for this team and also building some leadership and all with all that within him. That was a but I mean, come on, four and six. You brought LeBron to what was their they record last year? You said it won like 35 games. Yeah, 35. You LeBron to that with those young, talented players. LeBron playing with a bunch of teenagers. He is. Like, what the hell did you a bunch of teenagers and a bunch of B League players, B team players? Yeah, and Stevenson, JaVale McGee. Clown. Ron, I still like Rondo as a top point guard, but Rondo isn't the same Rondo of old. Yeah, he's not in this Michael prime. Beasley. So it's a bunch of JV players Who? with the best, a bunch of JV players, and then a bunch of young talent with the best player on the planet. But you're worried about a four and six start. Like, what the hell did you, you know, expect? I, I, I'll you're say gonna this: go six, eleven, and zero to start the season, and oh, the Lakers are are going to annihilate Golden State in the championship. I, I understand. I think that's a good point, um, what you said about Ingram and, um, you know, him assistant coaching at Golden State. But even so, Golden State, a whole nother conversation because I don't even think Steve Kerr is that great of a coach. But um, this, this I, he didn't get fired. So well, that's number one. I'll say he still has his job, you know. Yeah, Magic says, is a report now. Magic saying Luke Walton's job is safe. It's just the fact that it's even brought up to say that, oh, he may be on the high seat. Oh, well, we'll see how the season goes if he doesn't get it together. Yeah. Pretty much narrating, if he doesn't get together, then we're going to have to look into some changes. Yeah. Like, why? You didn't look into that last year when you got on the one thirty five think games, so why not? I think the pressure is getting to Magic. I really do. To produce in L.A., yeah, he wants the culture. the pressure on Luke Walton just because you signed LeBron James and uh, Ed. No pun intended. You think you're going to win now. Like, you knew coming into this from years ago before they made you, what is he, like, general manager? I think he is the uh Before they made you, you knew this was going to be a long-term process. This shit wasn't going to happen overnight. Yeah. You said last year, okay, we're not going to get a superstar. The year before that, you said, no, we're going to wait it out. We're going to take time in this. Okay, you got your one star. You try and get another, didn't work out. You said, okay, well, we're going to wait again and get another star next year. Yeah. So what did you expect this year? You know the expectations for this year. I think I think it's a Lakers high. I really do. I think the Lakers are just, you know, the expectations of playing in that purple and gold, man, so high that 
all that non-winning shit that he said last season out the window once LeBron got there. So it's like now the culture has to automatically change. It's not right, but that's why I feel Magic Johnson and the Lakers are feeling. I feel like they feeling that pressure of winning. But say that again. You said that they feel all of that pressure due to not winning, but now they feel it's a change because LeBron. Is. Yes. Why isn't LeBron getting any of the heat that Lou Walton? Well, you know LeBron is the Lou Walton was there when they was losing. You know that LeBron came man, in. Man, so why is he not getting? Do you you know the NBA is about protecting their children? And their children are Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, LeBron James. Pretty much any any generation shifting, you know, paradigm shifting player. That is the NBA's darling. And they're never going to slander them or even, not even slander, but they're never going to keep it real when they, you know, don't perform up to par. Because Steph Curry been disappearing for the last three finals. They never talk about that. Skip Bayless, the only person that talks about how Steph Curry disappears in the finals. And Clay has to carry them. Or Durant has to carry them. So, you know. I wouldn't say he disappears. just not the same. He's not consistent. That's just not the same Curry we would see if Durant wasn't there. But even. With Durant being there along with Clay, he know he, do, he doesn't have to do as much as he would usually have to Trout, do. Even before Durant got there, Curry was disappearing in the finals, man. You know he threw that behind the back pass to Clay. And that was some bullshit. He just be doing bullshit. In the, yeah, he blew that I mean, shit. But, I mean, that was he, like a team thing. But I feel like he was it the was catalyst good. for it. Did you see his play, man? I, I, that's one thing about Steph I don't like is people let him get away with bullshit. Flopping at the three. Like, you're the greatest shooter of all time. No way in hell you should be flopping at the three line. Like, what is that? Flopping is... It's not... It's, Flopping is more of a tactic now. Like, they just... They can just flop all over point blank, period, just to get... It's just a part of the game. It's like a tactic. But I feel like only certain players don't. Every only certain players get the calls. Like Harden and Curry get the most calls. <laughs> like you know, more people is more prevalent in the league to flop now. But these two yeah, superstars are. It's, it's it's shameful, man. It's a stain on the game now. That's why everybody's saying the NBA is weak. But when they talk about the NBA being weak, they always reference LeBron. They never reference. The other players in the league and what they've done, like LeBron carries the load. I think LeBron gets reps because okay, with Curry flopping, to you, yeah, it may seem flopping, but at the same time, to a person that's actually there or to another person, I maybe on that play, maybe he might have flopped, maybe he might have didn't. The thing with it, LeBron is why they say like why Shaq got left less calls or whatever. People beat Shaq up a lot. He, he didn't get his calls as much calls as he should Facts. because LeBron is six eight, like two sixty. So when you see somebody that big and that strong of power and you flopping, it's like, bro, come on, bro. Like, really? As Look, opposed to somebody who's 6'3", 160 pounds. But see, I watch these games, man, and, and LeBron does not flop. I, I I honestly haven't seen LeBron flop since, like, I don't know. What? 20. And when I say what? flop, look, look, when I say flop, I'm talking about shooting. Uh, uh, we not t- like uh, taking a charge or like you know that that defensive it's not a charge. It's just like driving and nobody touching you. Just throw your head back. Like I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm not saying he don't flop. But what I'm saying is, Harden and Curry flop more. Like LeBron's too strong. Like nobody would believe the flops that LeBron that if LeBron was doing the Harden and Curry flops, nobody would believe that shit. It's 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 like blatant. It's the most blatant flop I've ever. 
Harden flop. That's why more people than... are looking at it saying it's soft. Like why flop when you we know you are that big and strong to where that did not affect you that much. But that's why oh, they call LeBron soft. That's what yeah, I'm I, but I don't have a problem with them saying that. I have a problem with them not addressing the other superstars that do it more than LeBron and do it more effectively. Well, Harden gets called out. I, I see Harden gets called out a lot. Like Chris, uh, not um, uh, what's what's his fucking name? Um, Stephen A. Smith was saying put some respect on James Harden's name on first take the other day. I don't even know why I watched that shit. He talking about put some more respect on Harden's name for what? He talking about he has the perennial offense that would change that would stop a defense. You know he gets criticized for his defense, but his offense is so great it'll neutralize a defense. I'm like stop, stop the bullshit, Stephen A. Stop yeah, the bullshit. Yeah, he has a cup. He has a top five offense. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't, but defense is necessary. It's too many of these one-sided niggas in the NBA. What happened to playing defense? I mean, it is, bro, but when you're not a good defensive player, you're better offense. I mean, you're going to be suited on that side of the court. That's okay. why you, it's a team. That's why you surround the, that one person with four or two or one other player that can play defense. See, that's a problem to me. Like, maybe I'm too old-fashioned, but we need everybody playing defense. I don't give a fuck if you're Michael Jordan. If you're on the defensive side of the ball, play fucking defense. I'm not saying be all-team defense, second team, but at least put in effort. Harden and Melo put in zero effort. I don't think I've ever seen Melo play hard defense in his career, man. Maybe Maybe in Denver when he had the braids. That's not his job. It does. I'm not saying he should be, you know, all team defense, second team. I'm saying he needs to display a little effort. These niggas don't even put effort in. Look at the I Rockets think they put record. Effort in, bro, but I think that's just all you're going to get out of. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame, man. This is why the that's game why has you no give integrity. Him, uh, PJ Tucker or Trevor Reza or. That's why you give them a metal world piece or something like that to neutralize them not having to play defense and burning so much on defense because their specialty is on the offensive man. I just don't agree with that one-sided shit. I don't. Like, niggas could construct a team around them that can help them on defense. I'm not saying you have to be – you have to average three steals a game. Just give effort. Simple as that. Like, they don't – like, these niggas too diva in the NBA. I'm talking about I mean, all the these niggas, I mean, the greatest player man. on the planet right now, man, is it? And that's what I'm saying. Like, given LeBron's, you know, he's been doing that shit for 16 years. He's been in the league mad long. But he's still, he's not going to get, you're not going to get this defensive effort from fucking LeBron at this point. The rest of these niggas, they're younger. Like, I expect more from these younger niggas. Like, I expect more. Even, I mean, outside of Melo, Melo isn't. Yeah, Melo too. He's definitely old too. But it's just Melo never really played defense anyway when he was younger. Like nigga, give some effort. It was his job, bro. It's all a strategy, bro. That shit trash. I, I, everybody in the it's crazy. It's not no. Nah, it wouldn't be. It's not gonna be right for everybody in the league to be two way players. That terminology don't even make sense to me. Two way players. What happened to people just playing basketball and playing defense and offense? Like niggas are specially catered. Only time I feel like a nigga should be specially catered is if you a a a you a, a marksman. If you a marksman, okay. You come off the screen, you Kyle Corver. But even Kyle Corver, old, slow ass, play harder than the rest of these niggas on defense. And he's just a marksman. Oh, no. 
Are you crazy? Kyle Corbett gives hella effort. I watch this. I'm not saying he stops niggas, but he gives the effort. Is my point. You gotta give effort. I don't. You as long as you make. Listen, he's giving his best. You, I watched it. That's what I'm telling you, bro. They giving their nah, best. Nah, Harden is not giving his best. Like you can't not. tell me Harden is not giving his best. It's giving his best, bro. I bro. Seen Harden try to lock nah. on the defense. It's just not working. Nah, that's a problem. That's a problem to me. There's no. It's not a problem. He's just not good for. He didn't get scouted or drafted because he, he played it defense. He got scouted and drafted because he's a top off. That don't player. mean shit. Michael Jordan didn't say that bullshit. Michael Jordan never said that. When people say the GOAT, they say Michael Jordan. They say he won Defensive Player of the Year. The best player leading the league and scoring and winning Defensive Player of the Year in the season. They, niggas don't have passion like that. You, you Facts, bro. But Harden, Harden is not being mentioned with Michael Jordan or any of those guys. They're saying he's one of the greatest scorers in NBA history, Trail. They're saying this shit on television. Scores? You just said player, though. Scoring player two different things. We talking about the great, but he. Ha- I-, I feel like he has to play defense. That's all I'm saying, bro. I don't give a fuck how good you score. Play some defense. Oh, bro. Bro. All he has to do is give a little bit of effort, and all he has to do See, is do what he that's low do, standards, man. Offense, man. I don't have low. These I got high standards for these niggas. I'm not saying they should block five shots a game, but at least give me some effort. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying. That's what I'm telling you, he gives effort. It just it, he's such it does, a bum defensive player. It doesn't look like. That's it. a shame, man. That is a fucking shame. I don't care. Why I don't. Out? All right, take, I didn't say burn. Why, why, why give your effort and burn out like trying to play D? And most of the time, you're going to end up fouling. Then that neglects you being nailed to be on the offensive end for your team and doing what you get paid to do. We un- put the ball in the bucket. But I understand that there. I understand that perspective. I'm just saying, give. A, I'm not saying full court pressure all four quarters. I'm not saying you know come out. You know, you know, start the game, tip off your ass in the nigga chest. I'm not saying that. I'm saying at least give me a little more effort. You flop I'm on offense. If he gives effort, bro, and in the course of the game, like the first quarter, first half, you giving effort. You trying your best to hold this man. Like you said, some of the leading guy, you know, if you just tap a player looking their direction, it's a foul. So you trying to give that little bit of effort, and you done racked up like three fouls. You're going to have to sit for like majority of that next half. Hurting your team when you're supposed to be out there on the offensive end giving y'all back. Not even just today, though, Trail. In his whole career, when have you ever known these niggas to play defense, man? He these... played defense in college. Defense and that was the last time you saw him play defense. That's a shame. That's a fucking okay, shame. See, I'm not sure. I don't think he was. No. I think he fell back a little bit on defense once you got to Houston and he was the main guy. Yes. He played defense a little bit in OKC. Okay, a see. little bit. A little bit. It's just like. All I want is the. I don't want to see a hundred and fifty-three. He did, but I'm talking about as the star. It says something when your star player plays defense, like Lillard. Lillard, for example, Lillard is not Lillard. Lillard, I'm fucking his name. Lillard is not, you know, the greatest defender, but he gives effort. You can see it when he plays on defense, and he's shooting from thirty. He's a top defender. Like, Lillard is, like, you know what I'm saying? He's an example for these niggas. These niggas don't give effort. I don't give a fuck if you can drop 50, play defense, bro. Lillard is not as offensively talented as James Harden. Yes, he is. Yes, yes, he is. Of course he's going to be more willing to play D. No, he is. Yes, he is. James Harden dribbles the ball too fucking much, and he carries. This nigga travel. There's no way you can pick the ball up and take two steps to the side. Is that not a travel? We know that's a fucking travel. Oh, the NBA bro, knows not a he didn't take a dribble. He never took a dribble, so that means he picked the ball up 
Now he hasn't even he didn't even establish a pivot after he gathered before he the nigga bro you cannot pick the ball up and step the way he does bro you can't do that in basketball like niggas niggas do the trick like niggas be mocking him and be I saw a video and be do the James Harden step and I'm like yo that shit look crazy he really be doing that shit like James Harden is not that skilled offensively they let him go left every fucking time these niggas in NBA stupid they don't even play defense. Harden drives with the they like, can't stop him from you can't that. stop it. That don't even make sense, bro. Look at yo, you sound crazy. I, I have, I have, wait, maybe I have too much you can't standards. Stop him, bro. He's no. not the most athletic. He's not the most quick. He's not the Force most him fast. right. But he's jerky and he's shit. Force he him right. He has no right hand moves. He has no he's right hand moves. Se- create separation. True. This nigga has no right hand moves. When I watch basketball, I'm not watching for all that glitz and glamour shit. Can he use his right hand? No, they never force him Bro, right. Listen, it don't matter. Listen, if you playing in the game, you can't go left, you can't go right. If they don't stop you from going there, you're going to say, oh, well, shit, I'm going to try and work on my right. Hand. No, I'm, I'm not saying right. that. No, you're going to keep left and getting bucket. But this is not Their my point. To stop you is not your job in the middle. Of I'm the not game. saying. No, I'm not saying. Right no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying. That is hard as fuck. I'm talking about the niggas playing defense on him. I'm talking about the the mindset perspective of the niggas playing defense. If Harden has scored on me 15 times going left, why the fuck wouldn't I force him right? Why? They can't because you what can't you mean they can't? You mean? Nigga, you play basketball. If you guarding a nigga that can't use his right, are you not gonna force him to his right? I've never guarded anything like James Harden. Oh my God, James Harden. He's like Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus Aldridge's left hand is dead. This motherfucker cannot use his left hand yet, and still people do not force him left. They give him the middle every time. Does Lamarcus time. Aldridge have an MVP trophy? No, but it's just Does my Lamarcus point. Aldridge average like thirty it, points. No. First of all, first of all, let's not act like Mike D'Antoni's system did not help propel Harden to the player he is. No, wait a minute. So coaching don't matter, Trev? So styles and systems of play don't matter in basketball? He was. But but look, no, no, no. What I'm saying? He was a star. Harden was not averaging. First of all, Harden. Top five, top ten offensive talent. Harden. But Mike D'Antoni's system turned Steve Nash into an MVP, thus turning the Suns into a good team. It's the system as well. This is why Greg Popovich is so great. Nash would have won MVP on any team. But what I'm saying, it suited. But you see what I'm saying? It it matters. Greg Popovich system. Niggas come from anywhere to the Spurs. They fall into the system and they play into the system and they win. You can't tell me coaching doesn't matter. It always matters. It, it literally always coaching matters. Coaching does matter, but it's also the player, though. I'm not taking anything away from James Harden. I didn't say Mike D'Antoni made him. I said Mike D'Antoni's system propelled him into the star that he is. It suited his game, so it propelled him. Shooting 43s a game, it propelled him. I didn't say, you know, he wasn't doing that before well, Mike D'Antoni. It just enhanced him as far yes. as playmaker ability. Okay, now, if that But he was doing the same thing he was doing Trail, with Kevin I know McHale. that I'm an OKC fan. I know that, but I'm just saying that. No, I'm saying with Kevin McHale there in Houston as well. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was but he wasn't averaging. Was he averaging 30? I, he wasn't averaging 30, Trail. Like 25, 26. His attempts went up. His free throws went up. I know it's 25 to 26 points a game. All I'm saying is that if a nigga going, if a nigga can't go right, and the the players that have played him right that I've seen, 
They stopped. They shut up. The Lakers. Matter of fact, when the Rockets played the Lakers, Kuzma and and fucking Ingram, them niggas was really Dn harding the fuck up, and the referees whistle every five seconds. <laughs> I'm like, yo, bro, can I even watch basketball now? I can't even watch this shit now. It's getting crazy, man. It's, it's no it's no integrity anywhere. The game has become watered down. 83's a game. One score, 152 to 148. Like, it's not even a challenge anymore. It's the beginning of the season, man. Wait till playoff time, come. I guarantee you that those scores will drop. The season's getting worse and worse as time progresses. It's a long bro. season, bro. Shit, terrible. It's a long season. Terrible, man. 82 games but you, is a long but season, you, bro. But you like, don't... Who is going to lock in for 82 games? You have no choice now because... It'll the 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 fourth seed to the eighth seed is gonna be separated by like four games. So if you don't win these games now, then you're gonna be struggling to catch up later on. The West is a, a fucking gridlock now. You have to win. No, I'm not saying you're not gonna win for 82 games. I'm saying who is gonna lock in like 110 percent, like all 82 games on both ends of the floor. It's not gonna happen. I'm not. All I'm saying is this. Force Harden right. Niggas didn't even force Ginobili right. Like, come on, bro. I'm like, how do these niggas do? These niggas watch tape. Do NBA players they watch tape? No, only going. people I'm that are that you. great is people like Michael Jordan and Kobe who can do everything. Harden can't do everything. Harden has no back to the basket game and he can't go right. How is he a better star than Kobe Bryant? How is he a better scorer than Kobe Bryant? He has n- he can't do what Kobe did. Kobe can only thing Harden has over Kobe Score is wise, shooting he threes. Is, he's on par with Kobe as far as scoring. Kobe is a better scorer than James Harden. I didn't say that doesn't mean he scores more. I'm saying he can do more with no, the I'm ball. No, I'm just talking about from straight skill. Yes, no points or nothing. Kobe is he's more on skilled. Par with Kobe as far as being that offensively talented. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I don't. Harden's not special to me. He's not a special scorer. He's not Bernard King. Kevin Durant is more of a special scorer than James Harden. Kevin Durant is. Harden is as well. Harden has a better handle than Kobe. I would say. Harden's not I that think good. He's a to better me. three point shooter. I, I, I just don't see the passion. I think he's a better. Kobe was a good playmaker. I think Harden's a slightly better playmaker. Yeah, but I don't. I, Kobe's a better player, and he will always be a better player to me. I just feel like Harden yeah, is. Yeah, Harden is just not. Harden is just not. He's just not. He's not a, an amazing scorer to me. He's just not. Harden is top ten. He's not an amazing scorer. He's gonna get scoring. Top ten all time. He's gonna. He averages about ten free throws a game, bro. Like this nigga be swapping to get half his fucking points, man. Like a one third of his points come from the free throw line, which he swaps to tactic, get there, bro. Like, so if the ref so be call it, then... so you'll do that. That's what you're telling me. You'll go into the NBA and you'll flop. If I'm trying that, to win, and they gonna that's call not. Hell, oh yeah, my god, no bro. Players. You'll do anything. Let's let's go ahead and move on. We're gonna get off that topic now. Cause you your ass is doing anything. You want me to play right? Bro, that's why the game is where it's at because there is no integrity in the game anymore. But bro, it's not their fault. They don't implement the rules or make the rule book. But those, why but those referees have to go off the rule book that's issued to them. They but so they the don't saying, oh, if a player does this, then it's a foul. They don't okay, then, they, they don't go by the rule book. The referees never went by the fucking rule book. When Reggie Miller and Michael Jordan got into a fight, Reggie got suspended and Michael didn't. Who was following the rules? They never have. They never had. You can't blame the players, bro. Bring the person who makes Yo, the NBA is a mockery. That's my point. The NBA is a shame of itself. It's a shell of itself, man. That's why the players are, too. But we gonna move on. Lit, it's a man. fucking mockery. This ain't no fucking basketball. These niggas don't care. Carl Anthony Towns got paid. Lit, Carl Anthony Towns got paid 140 million 
It's 17 seconds. Seven seconds left in the game. The Timberwolves down by two. They inbound the ball to him. He shoots a 45-footer air ball game over. You talk about the NBA lit. Cut it out, man. Cut it out. don't give a fuck, man, nigga. Fuck that nigga ready to go back with Wiggins and play 2K yo, at the career. Yo, this nigga ass. All right, all right. Yo, okay. Um... As far as we gonna we gonna jump to, topic, we man, gonna jump up? topics here. Um, streaming, you know, apparently every every album is going platinum yeah, now. Platinum, NBA platinum, platinum, platinum. Rap, rap game is watered down. I agree. I agree. I'm about to fucking drop an album and see if I can. Go hey, to let me get a verse. Let me get a verse, man. You gotta let me do a hook. <laughs> I need some royalties. Like, <laughs> I can get a fuck, check, bro, man. Like, Everything I've seen is going platinum, and it's like I've never seen so many platinum albums. I don't have the exact number; I would have to look it up. But just off of memory, I don't remember seeing so many platinum albums in like such a short amount of time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Everything left and right, platinum, platinum. This nigga six nine got eighty thousand plaques at his house for his, all these singles going platinum. Yeah. Travis go platinum. I think the project was decent, but. Did I think it was like, but it went platinum and like. I think I don't remember what the time frame was. I think it was I a month. It sounded like a month. It didn't take I that long. It was, yeah, it wasn't that long. Probably like a month at the most. I don't think it was like a month platinum. Like it was a bunch of hits on that album. Um, he had some decent records, but I don't think it was no fucking. See the thing about Travis and also about uh, Drip Harder. Cause you know that shit went Drip platinum. Harder with platinum and Tubi, <laughs> That's faster than Travis. Baby heavy, I fuck with Gunna heavy, but like platinum and Tubi, like it was a decent project. It was solid, but like I said, it wasn't no major hits on there to say this is a platinum worth in two weeks. That's the wave like, now. More of a popularity contest now, man. That's the wave now. You right? That's the wave now. A joint joint yeah, effort. Just streaming. You don't have to. Then it's like it's not like it's going to the store. You know, you go to the store and purchase the albums when they come out. Like the streaming shit, like you don't have to pay as much for the streaming shit. Your service like a monthly bill for whatever streaming platform you got. Yeah. And it's... then you just stream and download all you want as opposed to going to have to go actually get up, go to the store and mm-hmm. pay like fourteen, sixteen dollars for an album and then coming back and listen to it and either feeling like, damn, you know, that was money well spent up. Damn, I could spend that money on goddamn a <laughs> burger or some shit. Word. <laughs> I feel damn, like now you can damn stream the shit. Oh man, this shit trash. Delete. I don't like this shit. And that's easy. You know, I feel you know they don't cost you nothing. It don't matter because you got you paid what nine ninety nine or so for this streaming service that you got for a month. So okay, that's nothing to you because you downloaded like these other two albums that you might think fire, so you still can keep those as opposed to this album being trash that you ain't necessarily really spent no money on. That's a good point. It, it's the the. So it's like different between like having to spend sixteen dollars on the tape, but you go into the state tape like say with Travis and Drip Harder. Okay, you got to decide whether you want to buy Travis or you want to buy Drip Harder. So you just decide to buy Drip Harder. Mm-hmm. Take that shit home, listen to it. Man, this shit trash. Fuck, I should have bought Travis. Now you got everybody else coming around saying, "Oh, you got that new Travis? That Travis fire." Now you feeling like, damn, I done went and bought this shit, but I could have bought Travis. Well, as opposed to having the shit on your phone, you could just delete the little baby shit and stream the Travis shit 
Okay. You set. You got a two for one. You good. Well, you know, I think that comes with this. streaming shit is watering down the damn rap. I like it because the rappers, you know, they're getting their money or whatever, but I think it's just watering down the whole game. I feel... It's making the shit too easy. Well, I feel like the, you know, the internet era, basically, when CDs got killed, uh, you know, the way we consume music changed. So, you know, LimeWire yeah, was the way like, we was downloading mad shit. They, we don't, we're, our generation, we don't purchase music. We don't go out and buy music. Everything's accessible for us. I miss that so, shit, uh, you know, now the label, the labels and the artists got to figure out how to get, you know, certification on these projects because we're not purchasing hard copies unless, you know, some people are purchasing albums still. You can buy it through your iTunes, but the actual experience of going to purchase an album, that shit long dead. So it's like now purchasing music is not even you just pay a streaming see, service the and they too, bring you the music. Cut you off, but you said they could purchase albums from like nobody. I don't even believe nobody is buying like albums off of iTunes anymore. You just damn you know getting the whole Apple Play shit service for like that month or so. That subscription and bam, you're just able to just stream all of that music. Well, it's like I said, as it being posted, just purchase purchasing. The album flat out yourself. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a tribute to um, you know, people people to the streaming services, man. Like they people don't want people want select songs. They may not like a whole project, so they're only gonna buy a few songs. Like, you know, it gives the buyer more power, but it also diminishes the power of the artist. This is why I think whole, you know, the whole title thing was to get ahead of that shit and try to make people you know spend that more money and you know give the artists more money and you know give the artists more power with title and i didn't see that initially when title came out you know i'm i got an iphone so obviously i'm on apple music but i don't, I don't even use spotify i just like the convenience of apple music and you know other artists yeah, yeah. artists do sell you know hard copies they have the numbers for amount of you know basically purchases of the album they do have those numbers too some pe- people are still buying music white people definitely because hip-hop is now pop you know popular music so white people is purchasing that shit too that's why sicko mode flew up the chart everything drake gonna touch things is gonna fly up the charts because he appeals to the white audience too he's gonna get you know drake is the greatest as far as numbers because of that alone but i don't count numbers as far drake as dopeness. tom brady or the rap he is, and I hate Tom Brady. So I, I, it's only right that I hate Drake too. It's only right. That's just dying down. That's why I'm glad my my man's put me on to this uh, music store that sells vinyl. Yeah, yeah. You some old seventy. I knew the name. Of it. I always shout that out. I have to do it on another plug. I can't remember. Yo, you but some old. Right, I'm trying to this nigga said put the record player on that motherfucker. Yes, bro, <laughs> I feel you though. That shit vinyls, classic. Bro. That shit classic. That's that feel. Like word. Like that feels. Vinyls for like the Lauryn Hill joints and all man. that. Shit. Like, that shit classic. Love Jones sound like bro. I'm ah man. All of that shit, bro. Yo, classic Dream shit. Dreaming shit is dope, but it just nah, man. I'm, I'm nostalgic. Yeah, I feel you. Old soul, old soul ass nigga, man. Ain't nothing that we getting late. Like I said, you just getting too much music at one time, and then you only getting like, you're not getting, I think, the full potential of certain artists. I agree. Like, a, I agree. 6 9 like, I'm not expecting 6 9 to get on no lyrical type shit in that land, but you're not going to get a full 6 9 project anytime soon or nothing. No. Really serious 6 9 He just, 
He's gonna cater to the radio and cater to singles. That's all they worry about. Radio and singles. Billboard charts. That's it. Yep. Yep. That's what it is. The, the, the game has become a numbers like a, game. Like a six but that's the power you give like a six nine, which is a fucking Mexican with tattoos and rainbow hair. Clown. No disrespect to the Mexican. But it's like and you give him the power to troll like these other artists and talk shit like oh yeah, I think he had like with a ludicrous. Yeah. Or even I don't like 50 now. 50 do the trolls, but he had it with 50. Chief Keith. I'm saying as far as like artists. Chief, I give Chief that. Chief had his run too or whatever. I he did. Chief. He did. But I'm saying you give 6ix9ine the power to talk shit to these artists because he has these chart topping singles that we give him do the streaming when and these okay. artists don't put in work, like real leg work. Yeah, because, I agree. You know, they're not, they can't because like a 50 cent. Or ludicrous can't cater to the new school crowd that's going on now because a whole different way. Yes, he has the power to you know talk shit to legends because oh I'm on the charts, I got two singles on the charts. I'm like come on man. Well you know work, you know this this is a culture that I feel like Drake and Nicki Minaj and you know artists after that ushered in like they ushered in that culture of numbers. And I feel like we as the fans or the consumers, because I'm not fans of none of these niggas, the consumers, they, you know, we we give, and especially the, the people younger than us, they just give their attention and money to anybody. Anybody that's cool to like or anybody that they want to emulate, they just give their money to. So that's within our culture because we're placing these people on the pedestal and we should be focusing on the real artists we're giving attention to the people honestly rappers like Lil Baby and Gunna people be saying they fire but every time I hear them they sound like thugger to me so it's like I automatically don't want to hear that shit I call them young thug sons I don't want to hear Gunna and Lil Baby I just don't they sound like it all it just sound like Atlanta to me it's, to me it's just like the Atlanta wave that's just what it sounds like to me I won't necessarily say they sound like thugger but it's all similar because it's the Atlanta wave right now to me. See, and and I feel like Thugger popularized. Nicki Minaj that. brought it in a little bit because that's all young money used to talk about. Them. Mm-hmm. I feel they like brought it a little, but I think the push came with the young like the little yachties and the mm-hmm. little pumps and all those. Yep. Once you got that little in front of your name and you started coming out, that's when all that bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> And that's the problem. Like we gotta, we gotta. It's the you white know, people. Drake then brought in the number shit. Drake did at least give you some solid, decent music. Yes, Nikki he did. did give you some solid, decent music. That's debatable. Shit, that's going on now, bro. <laughs> you can't, you can't really say. Look, y'all, might give you some shit you hit on the radio and it gets stuck in your head and you end up singing this shit. You're like, what the fuck am I singing this shit for? You know. <laughs> but as far as like some solid, decent shit or like a solid album or some shit, you, you can't really say that those little yachties. Little pumps, little zans, and all these other motherfuckers. Yeah, like, they gave you that shit. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Dexter, <laughs> fucking Dex, famous Dex. Um, yeah, famous Dex. Yeah, like what the fuck? Rich the Kid ass nigga. I feel kid, like, like <laughs> I feel I like know, yo, fuck Rich the Kid. You talking about, bro? I feel like we don't, we don't. It's not us. It's the white people. Hip hop is pop music now. You got to remember that. Lil Yachty fans are all white. I've never seen a black Lil Yachty fan in my life. White people love Lil Yachty. 
And that's he don't get the respect from us though. That's why on his album, his last album, yeah, he got like a some bunch soul. Of VH1 artists the end of the game and just <laughs> Yeah, and it's because hip hop is popular now. I'm telling you, it's the the white people are consuming hip hop at such an alarming rate now. The people that are on the top are the people that the white people like. The people that are on the radio are the people that the white people like. So that's why you know. We got to look at ourselves and say, who are we letting in our culture? We have to just yeah, like, flat out say it. We need the OGs to flat out say it, yo. Y'all niggas whack. The lyricists, the J, Nas, whoever the fuck, J. Cole, Kendrick. If niggas is whack, they fucking whack. I don't want to hear. I don't want to see bro, J. Cole they, sitting they, down with Lil Pump. Like, These the niggas whack. Of, they had a picture of Moneybag Yo and J. Cole together. Tell me in the studio. What the fuck does young yo, Moneybag Yo and J. Cole have to talk about, bro? I listened to that song. <laughs> I listened to it. What the fuck? Cole's verse was short as hell, and I watched a video of Moneybag Yo. I think he was on uh, Los Angeles, Power Los Angeles radio station, talking about how he and Cole, or maybe he was on Big Boy in the Neighborhood, talking about him and Cole, how they got together. He said he saw Cole in the studio. Cole said... He had to, uh, it was the last day of his tour, so he had to leave for Boston the next night. He was a fan of Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo said he was a fan of J. Cole. He said, I love to have you on the album. J. Cole came and basically wrote, wrote a verse in like an hour, laid that shit down, and that's how it happened. And see, I, I don't knock I can't see him saying he be a fan, because I know, I know with me, I love, I'm a, I love the lyrics, I love the content, you know, something, you know, I can feel, goddamn, you got to give me something. Yeah, not, but is that at the same time? Though, that's not all I want to hear all the time, all the time. Sometimes, yeah, I do want to hear a little club music. Of course, we all do. Bag. You know, some. So I can still listen to Chief Keef. Yeah, I can understand him saying that. I can understand him saying he was a fan. Yeah, I don't. Have I know he don't like that. to listen to just straight lyrical deep shit all the time, all the time. Well. Definitely, definitely. But like we bro, all want to like, hear. Really? But at the same time, like what the fuck on the track we got to talk? You listen to the song. What the fuck were they talking about? Man, or listen. I don't even remember. It was about? forgettable. Like I can't it was hear what they saying. Yeah, I ran on the bands, baby. Thirty racks in my hand, baby. <laughs> yeah, J Cole getting on that shit. Saying yeah, what? J Cole. I don't even remember what he said. It was short. It was rushed. I didn't like it. It was, of course, it was, you know, written. It was written well because Cole's a great writer, but it just didn't mesh to me. So I wasn't really fucking with it. Well, not the Vera, but did you hear the Black? What's the name of the song featuring J Cole? I forgot the name of the song. Oh, Pretty Little Thing, Pretty Little Liars, or something like that. That might be the, one of the hardest Cole verses ever. Yeah, yeah Cole is a legend, man. My God, Cole is a yo. To me, if we gonna, if I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be honest, bro. That Cole is the best. Yo, Cole is the best rapper to me right now. I don't think anybody raps better than him. And I'm not even that hard of. I mean, I love Cole. Like, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a J Cole fan, but the verses that I've heard from this man, I have not heard verses better than that shit. And like I don't know when, bro. He is just like Nas or some shit. Best, I don't. I mean, out of the new niggas, I tell like, you what, not I the best, you know, ever. More than I feel anybody else. And that I includes, agree. Kendrick is dope before I love the hell out of Kendrick, but as far as like feel like really feeling that shit inside, yeah. like physically, it's conviction, like, I feel man. Cole versus more than I feel anybody else. I feel like Cole is the most believable rapper. Cole is the most. Conv- he raps with the most conviction. And I really, I feel like these other niggas don't do it. I, I just don't feel like they do it. Ain't like versatile. Shit, about, like I feel it like okay, I can relate to it way yes. like, more than I can. Like, yes, yes. What? Uh, you know, Kendra has some shit I can relate to too. It just but 
cold shit is just like he's a a homie I knew I grew up with in South Carolina or something. Yeah, Cole Cole is just different. He's just different, man. He he really is. But we gonna um we're gonna switch gears here so we get uh this last topic in, in time. Um Tiffany Hodish. You know, I've been wanting to speak on tip, her for tip. a long time. Yo, you said a name like she a homegirl or some shit. Yo, my Yo. boy hates Tim. My boy hates My boy listen, hates. He's hating I on Tiffany. No, listen, I want people to listen. I want people to hear what the reasons why I hate her. I don't just hate. I'm not a hater. Right, I have specific reasons. Give the, give the listeners. The five reasons why you hate on my girl. Five. Wait, it's not. I'm not hating on her. I'm pointing out her behavior. <laughs> this is what we don't hold people accountable in our community. As long as they have a story and they getting their money, we don't give a fuck how they represent us. And this is the problem. So Tiffany Haddish, right? How every time I see her on TV, she's talking about how she's from the hood. Oh, uh, uh, she went on the fucking VMAs. Um, I don't speak English that well. Y'all know I speak Ebonics. Like, why are you playing dumb on national television? It's, so who's paying you? Why are they paying you to go up there and act like every woman that we see in the fucking hood? Like, you're a caricature now. Like, can you please expand? Can you please give us something when we ask you, when we when people support you, when we put people on that pedestal? That's why? making fun of the stereotype. And that's we don't need that. We have enough of that. I'm not saying that's I don't like want her to get. it in their face, saying, "Yeah, motherfucker, look at me now. I know you think this. Yeah, so I'm gonna put it out there, but look it's at me reinforcing now. what they think." Tiffany Harris can go up there and speak with the perfect language ever. She's still gonna be looked at as. I'm a not baby. saying as her language. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying her language is the problem. I'm saying the role she's taking. Like I'm not. If you're the same character in every movie then it, it becomes a... We don't want to see that anymore. It's like Kevin Hart. He's the same person. This is why they're perfect for each other. He's the same person in every movie. He needs a co-star for every movie. It's like, yo... Bro, that's, hit, that's like even, we had this conversation but, before, bro, and I asked you, what other roles are they going to play? Bro? No roles. We don't need a movie about a black man getting his GED. We've seen it a hundred times. We know the struggle. We live the fucking struggle. Why do we have to keep putting it on television? That's Why? just a funny topic that gives you something to relate to. Because it, like you said, Chuck, did you see the movie? Before. Did you go see the movie? No, I haven't watched it. Okay, I, I haven't seen it either because I don't want to see that bullshit. Like, I just have time to look at it yet. Though. I'm tired of seeing Kevin Hart be the court jester comedy. That even and and, and Kevin Hart, I would give him more respect than Tiffany Haddish. No, listen, listen. I'll give Kevin Hart more respect to Tiffany Hodge because at one time he was funny. It wasn't like he just came in the game and propelled to stardom with no prior history in comedy. You got to get your ass on that microphone and prove that you're funny enough to get in those movies unless you're a mega star like Will Smith. He's naturally funny. He did different roles. We watched his career blossom. Tiffany Hodge came in the game. She did a role and her career has stayed on that role path. She, but you you're have able to, to take Will Smith more serious than you ever take Kevin Hart. Because he did. I didn't say Kevin Hart. I'm talking about Tiffany Hodges. He built. He built that up. Kevin. I mean, uh, Will Smith was a clown on The Fresh Prince, but he gave us another side of him, and it, and that's what propelled his career. He was because able to still be didn't funny. Call for him to be a clown on every episode. But though, why is it a? a why, he was a clown on most of the episodes. He was doing clown shit also, on every episode. Because yeah, he's a. Comp- it, the TV show wasn't built for him to be a clown on every episode. 
what I'm saying is Martin because it's Martin, a, not a reality TV show so, because this is like it's a, a American TV show they gotta give you some stuff to relate on you can't be a clown on every episode they have to have how, you know some serious scenes and this is what I'm saying stuff that you American can't, families can so you to can't be a clown on every role give us something else Lee Daniels is putting out but these what, roles that's what I'm saying you can't take you're not able to take Kevin Hart as serious as you're able to take Will Smith. Kevin Hart, I respect like, him more. You're not going to take Kevin Hart serious in no damn Independence Day. Because of his style. Do you not understand what I'm saying? Kevin Hart's... Exactly. Ke- listen, listen. Styles, Kevin Hart's bro. style of comedy burnt out fast. That's why he went into movies. That is my point, Trell. He wasn't capable of sustaining a career in stand-up, so he said, let me go into Kevin movies. Kevin has a stand-up coming out. Is this Kevin Hart found other ways to get money? Trell, it's about quality. Quality is what it's about. And Kevin Hart hasn't given you quality? Not in a long time. When the last time Kevin Hart did a role that was different than Think Like a Man? It doesn't have to be different. Oh, my God. You're not it's understanding. The world, They're perpetuating stereotypes. Why are we always dumb, Kevin Hart? Why are we like? Why is Tiffany Haddish always dumb? Why is she always getting out of prison? Why is she always having a white man as a husband in every role? Why? Why do we need? We don't need that visual in our communities anymore. We don't need. There's no place for it. But bro, she just started. You have to give her time. She's gonna milk. If she's starting like this, I don't want to give her time. What are we talking no, about? No, she's gonna milk what she getting her bread oh, for my. right now. Trill, it's not about. This is the you can't problem. Just bring Tiffany Haddish in and automatically throw Tiffany Haddish into. I didn't Titanic. say that, Trill. I did not say her to be a leading female actress in a drama. I said allow herself to explore different you roles. You tired of her playing the same role? She's done five movies with play? the same role. What other role is she gonna play? What you mean? What other role is she gonna play? We don't need you her to be. Trill, we don't need her. We... And you're tired of seeing her. What I'm saying, if same five roles, so what other role is she gonna play? If she's going to be an actress, comedian, can she at least give us a stand-up special? She had one on Showtime that nobody gave a fuck because we don't have Showtime. We have not seen her prove herself as a comedian first before she got the roles. At least Kevin Hart proved himself as a comedian. They say she worked hard. I watched her stand-ups at the comedy club. I watched everybody stand-ups. She's not funny in stand-up. Well, bro. If you're giving Kevin Hart his respect, Kevin Hart says Tiffany had to just grind and work her way up. I don't give a fuck. So that's his vouch for her right I there. don't give a fuck about his vouchers. I said he was funny when he first came out, and then as his comedy went on, it didn't change. All it was was, uh, uh, my dad showed up, and uh, he came. Now, imagine imagine your dad show up to the to the event, and he drunk as hell. He walking, uh, long titty, no nipple. Like, he's just not funny. That's He's that, giving you relatable shit. That who, long titty, no nipple shit. Was that funny. shit was Fuck. not funny to that me, bro. I like a different. I, I like real comedy. That's not real comedy. The legend that shit was funny. comedy was not built you, on bro, that. Bro, how can you say all, okay? All comedians get their comedy based on what? Comedy, but comedy is not built on that. Do you see Bernie Mac? No, I'm saying all comedians, all the comedians you know, all the greatest comedians. They get their comedy based on what? Of course, they Majority get it based get on their life. Based on real life shit. But my, of course, the but it's the through. way you present it is the difference. Trail. It, of course, they have to draw from their life experiences. But Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, the legends of this shit did not go out like no fucking suckers, bro. They came in, they had a message, they had a point, and they held comedy 
to a high standard. Now anybody can be a fucking Kevin comedian. Hart going out like a sucker. What do you mean? Night School. The one of the worst critically acclaimed movies ever. Did you even did you read any reviews about the movie? When I say no, stuff about you things, it. but I, I don't have to reviews about a lot of shit. What I'm saying, no. What I'm saying, no, no. I'm about to tell you what the review said because I don't just take people's word. I read and see what they're saying and why they're saying. I'm just not out what here. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is you can't just take the reviews without you watching the movie. No, yourself. listen, the person who wrote listen, review, no, 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 no. Listen, we talking about multiple people. If multiple people are saying this, trail. I'm on, I didn't say what they said first. I did not say what they said. They said but in the. You know let me tell you what they said because it, it has nothing to do with the actual acting or anything in the movie. It has to do with the audio. They said in the movie, Kevin Hart lives was moving and they changed what he was saying so it looked like a fucking karate movie. Now, if that happens, because they probably watched that shit on the fire stick. Trail, like two weeks after Trail, I'm talking about in the theaters. These people are in the theaters. There was an audio problem in the Come fucking. Come on, bro. It's nobody Trail, about to you... let no fucking production be laid Trail out like goes that. Trail. This shit not Trail. matching up. People like, are on, s- multiple people, not just one, two, three, four, five. Every single review that I've seen of this movie, people are not watching. These are white people. People is not searching up movies. I'm telling you what people are saying. I go watch reviews. White I go watch listen. Fires too, trail, trail. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm saying that people go to the movies. People went. These people went to the movies. If they're saying I went to the theater, and this is like the people are saying they're. I don't watch just any old average Joe. Like I'm watching people that have. Bro, had what it. I'm telling you is, bro. I know a few people that has watched that movie. Or I never heard nobody say because that. they're not. That shit would have been plastered. Like, how you know, Trail? People don't media, even pay. It would have been memes and all. Trail. Kind of people shit don't even pay attention to. Shit like that. What I'm Come saying, on, when they bro. go see a movie like that, they don't even people don't pay attention to production. Bro, what I'm telling you, bro, we in the social media age. Oh my god, you would have saw. You know this, bro. You, what you saw that shit over every social Mm-mm. media platform as a meme getting blasted like no, hell. No, that's that not true. That's not told. true because when Kevin Mike Epps come out and say something about Kevin Hart, now all of a sudden the world, oh, he's wrong. Crabs in a barrel. Oh my god, we have to dig it. We have to dig it. Denigrate. This is my problem with DL. He, he talking about as comedians. No, no, listen, listen. If a movie is fucked up to that degree as far as I didn't say the whole said, movie. The there was a, there was like, one scene. There was one scene. I didn't say the whole I'm movie. Saying, that one scene would have been cut up and turned into a meme and splattered all over. That doesn't mean that it didn't happen, Trev. Because it's not a meme does not mean it did not happen. So because something happened, it has to be a meme now. That's not how the world works. The world does not work like that. Just in because the social media age, yes, it no, does, it does not. So something media. has to be mean. No, wait a minute. So you telling me something has right. to be mean in order for it to be real? So it didn't happen unless what somebody make a mean. No, I'm not saying for it to be real. I'm saying this is basically what you're as... saying. No, I'm saying. Come on, bro. We're not talking about everyday shit. I'm not saying if I I'm not saying everyday shit. I'm talking about put on social media. This shit's not right. Of course, I'm, I'm not talking about that. As far as a superstar, that. a megastar, as far as Kevin Hart, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. He He's been promoting. Everybody been waiting for the long it was, to go see it. It was poor and it production. One scene in it that's fucked up the way he's talking like a Chinese person, and nobody pointed that shit out besides some motherfuckers on a review. That don't sound right, bro. It do sound right if I'm getting the reviews from two different places. I'm not just watching videos on YouTube. I'm reading re- reviews online as well, Trey. I'm not. I'm not one of them niggas that just wake up and say I don't like this. There's validity behind everything I say. I watch interviews. But you might as I watch- well say that. But you going off the base of reviews of motherfuckers you don't know. 
No, like, but what listen. What makes their shit credible? What makes their shit credible is when 12 different people say the same shit. If 12 people say a nigga shot some nigga, or like 60 women came out and said Bill Cosby raped them, right? At least, what, seven of them have validity to their story? So if 20 niggas say the movie had a problem, at least 10 of them gotta be telling the truth. But Come that on, doesn't Trey. mean that it, that could have been 12 people watching that shit on like that first day of production when it got released or some shit like that. But what that I'm doesn't saying mean the is, overall movie that, I guarantee I go watch that shit now. That Trail, scene is not in that movie. Trail, what I'm saying is if multiple people are saying it, it has to have some validity. That doesn't okay, just because it, it didn't get me. Like I said, if I go but this is my movie but now, see, I guarantee you that but scene is not in there. This is my point, Trail. If it happens, that means that we're holding them to a different standard than somebody but else because you will never trail because scene? it's production if you're gonna be you will never trail listen you will never see a scene like that in a cedric the entertainer movie you will never see it because he has quality production if he's going to be an actor but, a bro, comedian what <laughs> like what, what is I'm your point you is i can go watch that movie now and i promise you that same scene is not there those people could have watched that and it could have been a fucked up off that first release what why is that happening though but why is that happening but why is that happening though you that's the point you're missing why is bro, that happening that, that doesn't mean it's kevin hart fault that that happened bro that it was his movie thing. it was his production company it was his writers it was underneath his umbrella it wasn't blumhouse it wasn't century 21 it wasn't uh cinemax it wasn't no other people it was kevin hart productions hart productions his writers his actors every he the one that they had he brought that together it was his that is my point he didn't put out quality facts, bro. that's all facts but like I said, it could have been anything maybe could have been something in the movie you never know trail oh my god why do you always have an escape for when i'm making a valid point it's about this like i always tell you got to put everything in perspective bro. i you do put everything into perspective but you can't tell I, listen no no listen listen when i i already already gave you other reasons why i was corny this is a reason outside of my perspective that i'm giving you other people are saying this and if i go see and if other people are saying this couple with what i already think then the movie is the movie can't be quiet i watch trailer after trailer after trailer this movie a trailer gives you enough about a movie of an idea it doesn't give you this movie is ass but people generally come up with the idea of how they feel about a movie based on a trailer now that's how the, that's how movies work and that's not 100 so accurate every time bro it's you know, not, a lot of trailers but if kevin hart is playing the same but if kevin hart is playing the same role i already know what to expect do you see what I'm saying? Him and Tiffany Hodges are playing the same role, and so I we know ask you, bro, what you to never expect. Ask you, what other role are they going to play? Do something different. Don't act if you're going like, to degrade our people manager, on screen. If I'm a manager, I don't want them in my fucking movie. If I'm a director, I'm not going to be like Lee no, Daniels. No, I'm not asking you that, bro. I'm asking you that, manager. You that director. What role are you going to scout for Tiffany Haddish or Kevin Hart? Let's I'm say. not going to scout her. I don't want her in my movie, Trell. That's my exactly. point. You have an answer, right? I, my point is I'm not that, scouting right? her. You can't tell me if you had to pick Tiffany Hodge because yes, if I'm the director and this... Because those no, are but, two that we're talking about. So hypothetically speaking... I don't want her in my movie. Two, since you're tired of if I'm going to pick her... Okay, if I'm going to pick a role for her, then she's not going to be the lead actress. She's going to make an appearance in the movie. She's going to do like one or two scenes. She's not going to do a whole doing movie what? doing the same shit. She, I'm not talking about her making appearances, though. 
I'm talking about her leading roles. Being the same person. She was the same person in Girl Strip, the same person in Nobody's Fool, the same person in Uncle Drew. She did the same role. The only she reason she the got it, role. She was just, of course, because she was next to the talking about she was she next to the legends. Role. She was next to the legends. The role they're giving the her credit, but they're giving what her credit. Oh my goodness, she is doing the same role, Trail. She didn't just make an appearance. Role, okay, well, okay, no then, well, well, then I misspoke. Then she definitely played a large part in Girl Strip. She didn't just show up in two scenes. She was in the entire movie. No, she was a part of the cast, but she wasn't. Okay, so if you asking me what role I'm putting Tiffany Haddish in, I'm not putting her in a, in multiple scenes in my movie. I don't know what role to call it, but she's not going to be in multiple scenes. She's going to do one scene if I had to cast her one scene. It's a difference between being okay, a supporting so you got, you got actress. Five movies and you're going to have Yo, Tiffany Haddish doing just one scene. No, I'm not having movies. five movies with her in it. I, you said one movie. If I do one movie, if I'm doing one movie with her, then she's doing one movie. That's it. I'm not putting her in multiple movies. And we're look, we're running out of town. Look, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. We got like seven, three seconds. So this gonna be the end. <laughs> it's gonna be the end of our. Oh, we still going. Matter of fact, all right, good. Never mind. Fuck it. Yeah, it's still running. I thought it was gonna stop at that hour. They lied to me. But um, fucking. Tiffany has three movies out. No, no, no. She's been in what? Girls Trip, Nobody's Fool, Uncle Drew. Um, what's that other one? Uh, the one with Whoopi's Goldberg. Is that Nobody's Fool? That's Nobody's Fool. So it's Girls Trip, Nobody's Fool, Uncle Drew, yeah, like and what's five, that other five, shit? Five I forgot the other movies. If I'm gonna have to have her in my movie, if you're gonna have to have her in five movies. You're gonna I'm not her. gonna have her in five movies. Now I went from one movie to five movies. No, I don't have to answer the question. I already answered it. My point. Talk about the five movies, so you're not gonna put her in five movies. You asked me if I was the director. You didn't say that, okay? Yeah, but you got to talk about what you're putting on the table. You're talking, about the, already, you're talking about the three movies that she has. I'm talking about her role as far as who she is in these films and how long she's in, in those these three films. films, right? I'm talking about every film that she's been in. I don't care if it's okay, leading. So you got to put that on the table. So what do you, you mean, direct, director? Instead of giving her the same role that she has in those five then movies. I'm, you would just give her one cutscene in each of those movies. That's if I had to, just one. Okay then. Well, my point is that you're stereotyping her the same way they're doing. Because you're forcing me to, nigga. If I told you I don't want her in my movie, that means that because, she's not in my fucking movie. Keep, because you keep going back to she's playing the same. Role she is. You saying I have to answer the question, so you're basically making me agree with your point. If I say I don't want her in the movie, that is my prerogative. That doesn't mean I have to put her in the movie because you said that I have to but put I'm her saying, in the movie. Okay. Okay, facts, but it's their choice to put her in those movies. Like it's your okay, choice and if it was my choice, then I'm not going to, and I'm giving you reasons why. I'm not saying because fuck Tiffany Hodge and I don't want her to have no money. I never said that. I said she's putting a stain on a no, black that's community. that's not the point I'm going off of. I'm saying if she's playing the same roles in these five movies, then what other role is she going to play? You can't tell me another she role She has to play. So evolve. I said if you five movies and you was director, then you will put her in the movie. You said you would give her a cutscene, and you would, that would be it. Okay, so in these five movies, you're gonna give her five cutscenes in these five, well, one cutscene in each of these five movies. You're putting her in the same stereotypical box that she's being placed in now as a pan is playing the same role that she's playing in these three movies. Because, because you're you telling me, but no, but if I feel that she can't do any else, anything else, I'm not casting her. Simple as that. 
I'm not okay, casting she's her. She's fitting the movies that they're putting her in because she does that role oh well. Oh my gosh, yo, you're missing the whole point. I'm not. I don't give a fuck about Tiffany Haddish. If it was a different woman, I would be talking about her. Like Holly Berry. She was in Monsters Ball. She's always a white man's plaything in every fucking movie she's in. She has a white, just like The Rock. It's multiple of them. Tiffany Haddish ain't the only one. The Rock has a white wife in every fucking movie. We don't need to see it. We don't need to see it. It's t- this right. new movie That's with Viola casting. Davis. This, but but this is my casting. point. This is my You're going to put the white man with the beautiful woman. This is my point. Why are you accepting that bullshit? Why are you accepting that from them? Why are you saying that's okay? Why is that okay with you? That's the casting. Motherfuckers been doing that shit in music and everything. Exactly because our people don't have any integrity. They'll take a check to do anything until we get integrity we will not change our culture we're taking checks to do anything car anthony towns to the hundred bro no you don't we have the power already they need us hollywood wouldn't be shit without us nba wouldn't be shit without us it works without us no it doesn't we don't need them we do not need them we do not need record labels we do not need none of that shit we could do it ourselves how what you mean they how? Would. We have enough people that have enough money to start their own shit, but they'll rather Ooh. go and do other I'm shit. Telling, no, other. I'm talking about before all of this big money. What the hell are you going to build your shit off of? What are we going to build our shit off of? Before there has your to... Jay-Z's, your Puff Daddies, and your Birdman's, and your Dr. Dre, before all of the money, what are you going to okay, build your shit off Okay, this is my... Okay, look. If somebody has to go in to start it off, somebody has to be... The fucking sacrificial lamb, which people in the past already were, so that the people today can make their money. Why can't the people today see what the people of the past went through and how the company screwed them over and the record company screwed them over? And today we have the accessibility to do things on our own with the internet. There's no need for us to go to them. They couldn't do it on their own back then, so they they were the sacrificial lambs for us to be able to carry the load ourselves today. We have to wake up at some point and say, we have the power now. We Richard Pryor and all the old NBA niggas and everybody in entertainment from the past, they went through the blackface movies. They went through all that shit, the stereotypical shit that we don't have to do today so we could be where we at today to support our fucking selves. They opened the door for these niggas to get these checks. And now these niggas closing the door on the history. Like, fuck it now. If we gonna just get checks, we just gonna get checks. Because even with all that money that they have, bro, they still don't have enough money. Because it's their... Yes, they do. Like, yes. as rich as Jay-Z, motherfuckers, we think it's rich as magic. These old, rich, top motherfuckers, the white motherfuckers who we call day. Imagine how powerful and rich those motherfuckers are. This is my point. Today... It's enough actors and rappers to come together that can create it. It's enough rich people today that can create it. Either they're scared or they don't want to do it because they see each other as competition. Now, if we could come together, and that's and that's what I mean. Mike Epps and Kevin Hart, they can't come together because they see in the world out of different lenses. Mike Epps is saying, Kevin Hart, you watched the Breakfast Club interview. He's the gatekeeper. That's why people like Lil Rel and Gerard Carmichael have shows. Because Kevin Hart is the gatekeeper of that genre now. Because people have placed him on the... Kevin Hart is basically the Drake of comedy. People placed him on the pedestal due to numbers. Tickets sold, blah, blah, blah. What happened to just... Excuse me. What happened to just being funny? This is my point. We have people that get pushed up on a higher pedestal. Drake, Nicki Minaj, 
Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish that aren't necessarily the best, but because what the numbers say, people say they're the best, so they get the acclaim, and now they fun. are the gatekeepers. Drake was Drake dope, dope as fuck. Drake is Drake not is dope, dope now. Drake, Drake is, is not dope now. You're crazy. Drake is not dope now. You're crazy. Drake is not dope. Drake is not. You're bugging. Drake, Drake is, is ass dope, now. Bro. Drake is ass. Ever since I seen him in blackface, he's been he's ass. Not ass bro. For... You may not be Drake the same is ass. Drake, but he's still Drake. He's still dope. Nah, fuck Drake. Fuck Drake. I don't care. Fuck Drake. Drake I never respect him. I love Drake is still giving quality. Drake is ass. Drake is ass, and I will live and die by it. I will live and die by it. But we're still getting quality music out of Drake. Hey, man. We're gonna we gonna we gonna wrap this shit up because I don't want this shit to be too long. So we're gonna wrap it up. Um we appreciate y'all for listening. I we know shit got heated today, but that's cause we love this fucking culture, man. We love the fucking culture. So we going yeah, change your we mind. Gonna, <laughs> change my fucking mind. Change bro. my fucking mind. Look, I don't think I don't think niggas' minds just changed today, but it was good. It was good discussion, it was good debates. So we gonna uh, close it out. Appreciate appreciate everybody for listening and um we out of here.